grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and these are the facts of my life. Please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Spotify, and that's it. But make sure that you're subscribed so that you can get the notifications that there's a new episode coming on. And yeah, I appreciate you guys. Um, And then today we have a guest and um, I'm going to introduce him. He already saw my introduction, so it's not even as exciting anymore. But anyway, it's always exciting. (laughs) We have Nick Brimby from Brimby Films. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. And he is a camera assistant. Cinematographer and an editor in the Houston, Texas area. Hey, hey. yeah. Thank you for the introduction. Sorry, I I know it was a little bit. We're gonna work on that. What your introduction? (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna work on that. I'm just pulling the information that you have from your social medias. From your social media account. I feel, I feel yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking, I was just like, where did you get this information from? And honestly, I think I knew where. So I was like, yeah. That, yeah, that, it's from your resume, your online resume. Well, it is upgraded. I just seen upgrade on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you for joining Facts of Life this week. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Okay. So just a little background. So me and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to tell the story while that? (laughs) (laughs) We met on Tinder, right? So this is when I was heavy on Tinder. And then, like, I had saw somebody on Twitter. Uh Uh-huh. They were, like, they were using Tinder as a a marketing tool. Um, So this guy, he's from New York, and he, um, he, like, hosts parties. Well, he does more than host parties, but he was hosting a party at that time that he had downloaded Tinder, and he was asking, like, whoever he swiped with, he started asking them to come to their, to his party, and the girls were, like, showing up and shit, like, and, um, and then as I was, like, you know, trying to use it as a marketing tool. I saw other women doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, you know, it's a great marketing tool, but at the same time, it's just like, it's super tedious. Like, I don't got time. That's like another thing I have to keep up with. Well, you know, Tinder also now has like this business thing. So it's like, hey, if you're not looking just for a relationship, you can look for somebody in a business. That's you have to pay looking. for it? No, it's actually free. Really? It's, from what from what I had before, I don't even use Tinder anymore. Um, yeah. But it was just like, hey, I'm looking. This is my business. And I was like, oh, snap. That's actually pretty useful. So I don't know if we matched that way. It was like. No. Well, we, it was. I don't think it was like a business thing um, when I was still using. I don't use it anymore. Yeah, I don't use it either. Um, yes, what is it? <laughs> right. So, but when I went up there to download it again for like the 30th time, like my intentions were only to solely like swipe with people to make that connection for right. my podcast. So, you know, we did 
end up matching and we started following each other on Instagram. He hit me up because he does videos and he did a promo video for Facts of Life and it was amazing. Yay. And I know I need to do like an updated one like ASAP because like <laughs> life has changed so much since yeah, then. So it's it's drastically changed. Like I, that was actually like what beginning of January, so we're already yeah. past, we already went past we already made it past a year. Damn. Right. Happy That's anniversary. Crazy, right? Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy it's so funny because like around the time that you had hit me up to uh, do the video I had started to talk to this guy and it's so funny cause like we 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 just recently kind of just stopped talking about okay. uh, February maybe I think it is um, we stopped talking and um, it's just funny cause like we met around the same time he's from Mo City and Mo um, City Dawn. yeah getting on my nerves <laughs> but um yeah it was great like it's just funny how life works and uh, yeah. you know how you meet people in life sometimes so I'm really grateful for Nick for helping me out giving me some promo um can I yeah. boost myself can I boost myself yeah of course because unless you want to wait till the end but you could do it no, now no not really it's, okay. more, it's more <laughs> it's more like no actually it's a boost for you because at the beginning, remember we was just talking just how we can really just boost your listeners and everything and how that commercial could really help. Mm-hmm. And when we did it, it was like, oh, okay, I don't know how it's going to really turn out. And then all of a sudden, you just see all you people just following your page or like your Facebook page. And I was just like, what? Yeah. I didn't, you know, like, you don't think it's going to happen that certain way, but it's hurt a certain type of way. And then you, you know, like, and you've been doing it. I'm just telling you, me and you talk whenever we can. I'm just like, hey, just keep doing what you're doing. And because you I was like, you have a good show, you have something where people that's from out of town that moved to an unknown city and they like that. And I was like, you got something, you got some good material. So that's what that's what attracted me to your show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I just moved back to Dallas. What now it's been like, I say two years now. And you mean move back to Houston? I mean move back Dallas. to Houston. My bad. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So I moved back from Dallas to Houston. Um, and that was that was what made it really just like, okay, cool, I gotta make more connections and everything. That's why I said, okay, yeah, like this is gonna really work. Yeah. So yeah, man, like I'm actually I was happy to make that I was actually happy to make that and that actually helped me as a videographer to have more people come to me so that was one thing so that that video led to me doing something with Reggie Jams uh, some dancers another hip hop video so it it was you had some you had some what they were they call it you had a part in my journey as well yeah you had a part in my journey as well which is awesome so I, I thank you I really do thank you thank you that's I feel like that's what is what is all about and I feel like some people lose the sight of that because like you know we all a lot of I should say a lot of people have the mentality of like you know I just want to be on top and it's like yeah. you really like have to learn the importance of helping each other you know because you know you never know like what's going to come of it and that that just and I keep, I'm gonna keep talking about this until you know <laughs> I grasp the concept and you guys grasp the concept of what it means to 
love unconditionally mm-hmm. and have no expectations from people and like when I say this I'm talking to myself because it's something that I'm <laughs> learning as well like the expectations thing I have not 100% grasp and the unconditional love thing is something that I'm working through and um, you know but I feel like you have to have those things in order for you to um like have good relationships with people you know because it's like people are gonna do things and say things that you may not like but it's like Mm -hmm. you know you have to be willing to be okay with that and like at the same time you should have boundaries but you know we have to be willing to help each other um period like when it comes to life so yeah yeah you got yeah you got it one thing i realized is from where i was from Mm -hmm. where i was living at time it was just like Hey, I gotta have a helping hand in here. I gotta have a helping hand in there. So it's some things that I've learned, especially as being a newly entrepreneur. It's like, yo, like having this shy guy gotta go away. I gotta talk now. I gotta be more open. And sometimes I'm and at the beginning of my career, I realized that I had to do a couple of free shoots mm-hmm. before I could get to where I am now. Right. So and that that comes from practice and knowing you know knowing your knowing your knowledge so right. you're you're you've like i said you've come a long way so yes people i've known z for a long time i don't even call her zakia anymore i call her z <laughs> yeah because every time i talk to you i was like what up z yeah I don't say no. yeah you don't say zakia anymore <laughs> but nah that's fine because you know we we built a relationship and you know, I consider you a lifelong friend. Like, I appreciate that. Same here, same here. So, yeah. you, you know, you can always call me. You know, even when I'm busy, I'll be like, hey, I'm busy, but hey, just leave me a call back. But right. I still, you know what? I was one thing I did recently was learn how to manage my time. I had to Ooh. learn. That was okay. Me. Let's save that for living my best life. Let's save that for living my best life because living my left side. Yeah, living my best life. Cool. Okay. Let me let me breathe. So let's move on to um, this is the show love portion of the show. Love and um, <laughs> this week I want to show love to um, the Breed Entertainment um, and they are coming out of New Haven, Connecticut. Um, their producers and this past weekend um, they had and I'm from New Haven I know I'm like giving the east Co- I'm spoiling the east coast right now with my show love but you know that's where I'm from so whatever uh, but yeah New Haven Connecticut is my hometown and um, one of the producers I went to middle school with him elementary and middle school with him and um you know they're grammy nominated grammy award-winning producers at this point um and it's so funny because like rashad um who was one of the producers out of the you know studio production company um when we were in middle school like he always used to drum on the table Mm, I remember those days. And I used to be so annoyed. Like, can you stop fucking doing that shit? Like, I wasn't saying fucking in middle school, but like, I was just, we would just be so annoyed with him. And like, you know, he went on to, um, 
Hey, that's what play that's drums what. in church. Like he plays. I don't know. If he plays another instrument, but I know he plays the drums for sure. Because like we all went to the same dance school together, and we was in dance school. He was playing the drums. Um, but he went on to um, and please forgive me the name of the school. It's a school in Boston. It's a music college. Um, he went on there to get his degree, and I think music production. I don't know. I'm winging it, but I know it has something to do with music. And then from there, you know, he's been taken off ever since. And I'm I'm highlighting Rashad because I know him the best out of the two producers. The other guy, I know we went to the same high school, but I never, I don't really know him like that. But nonetheless, they're doing something great in our city. And I see the growth um, within him personally and their business and their their craft and everything and like i i want to highlight them because like they did something good this past weekend in the city and like you know as somebody that comes from a small city you know you get overlooked and um there's not much to do there either so Mm -hmm. i i'm grateful that they put something on like that um, I know they had like a little concert, they had a day party, they had like this artist talk where, you know, they had people come in and ask questions for the artists, you know, to give them some more information on what they could do with their craft. Um, and then Sunday, they had like a community service type of thing. Um, so, you know, I just want to give them a shout out and just to let them know, like, they're doing great. They're doing amazing. And I appreciate them for taking the time out to, you know, bring something to the city so that we can all come together. And, like, I kind of left. That was one of the reasons why I kind of left New Haven was because, like, I didn't think there was anything there for me. And it's just, it's great to see, like there's people that are creatives out in new haven that are trying to do things to you know come up in the city so yes shout out to you shout out that was a real shout out yeah that was a real shit like you said people gonna have to start um paying me for this shit (laughs) right hey look (laughs) 3.99 right 3.99 okay Alright, so now we're going to move on to living my best life. So, you oh, have the floor, sir. I have the floor. Oh. How man. are you living your best life this week, today, this month? Any updates in your life? Any changes? Okay, well, actually, so, you know, I'm 30. Um, recently, I've learned to uh, learn myself a lot. And, uh... That was something that we you just talked about unconditional love. I think that was something that uh, I had to learn over time, especially when it comes to being in a relationship, who I am, and who I like to be around, who I can hang with, just all these ex- things, uh, and how as a person that for me to grow. So that was really uh, something that I learned over the years, uh, well over time, and really this year. So. 30 is literally the year where I was like, yo, like, I really love myself. And some people would be like, I mean, how can you, you know, like, you, you always want to search that self for your, you know, that self-love. Right. And it's just like, yo, like, this is me. This is my personality. I know that I can be a piece of work. Mm-hmm. But who else is not a piece of work? Right. <laughs> everybody is. Everybody. I feel like everybody is 
has their own little crazy oh women. yeah oh yeah and, and um some people can't handle that it's just like oh I gotta find I gotta find God for me to figure out who I am no just sit in your room and just actually sit there jot down some things like what do I like to do what I don't like to do what what are things I like to film all this stuff for you to really figure out like what you know what makes you great you know what makes you a better person you know what makes you what makes you put a smile on your face right um this week actually last week I'm taking last week I got myself a calendar. Like like the one that you could put on the wall? I got two uh dry board, dry eraser board calendars oh, because that's great. I need to get a dry erase one. That was something cause I I I almost like we was just talking about me double booking. Mm-hmm. And that stuff can't happen. So I had to write down my appointments and uh my anxiety was kicking in at that time. So I was like, okay, y'all need a calendar. So I started writing down like, okay, I got an appointment for this day. No, I can't do this. Uh, I can't send somebody out for that. It's all those things that made me realize that yo, I need, I need this calendar. Yeah, they're really, really helpful. Oh yeah. If you're somebody that's, you know, an entrepreneur, you work full time, and you're trying to juggle multiple things, like get you a planner, get you a calendar. Yeah. I have three calendars. That that's good. I only got two. <laughs> I got two. I got two, but. I think that's good because I'm only planning for this month and next month. And then after that, some down the line, I'll be like, okay, I already got this book. So mm-hmm. I'm not really too much worried about it. Because lately, my bookings have been like, oh, I got something for next month, but I don't know what's going to happen in June. And then something might happen in June. And then July, I'll be like, no, nah, I can't. I already know that weekend. Because right. I'll start, I'll write it down eventually. Or I'll put it in my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes me remind me a lot. Uh Man, I just been really like I said, been living my best life uh, the best way I can. I mean, still smiling, still alive, you know, um, and just taking every chance. I can't talk about what I'm about to do in the future mm-hmm. because this is actually a big deal for me. Uh, last year, I got to work with Adidas. This year, I'm working with another shoe company. Can't give out the name. So you small- had to sign an NDA, huh? You had to sign an NDA? No, I didn't have to. Oh, okay. Not yet. But you just want to yeah. keep it under wraps. I want to keep you. it under wraps. Uh, what if I told you that I, I do believe it? Like, you know, they say, oh, speak things into existence. Well, I already got it. It's just the fact is if I speak into existence, I might, it might not go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to brag too much. Yeah, so I've, been, so I've been trying to keep my things under wraps and just let it show. Let my work show. Like, uh, that... Uh, I don't know if you have you saw that new workout video I put out. It was on Instagram. If not, it was the guy. He had like locks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So on his page, his video hit a thousand view, hit over a thousand views within twenty four hours. Wow. I didn't we, expect that. We didn't expect it because really we was freestyling. We were just like, hey, let's just do a workout video. And the next minute, I just see. I'm like, damn. I didn't know, you know, like, cause I don't, you know, I don't really think like highly of myself. I just really just do, do it, it yeah. and I have fun with it and I have fun with it. So I just hope that the customer, the client is happy more than me right. and, I'm, and I'm happy with the product as well because I am my tough critic. I am a tough critic on, my, on myself, but once I realized that, Hey, I was happy about it and we got over a thousand, I was like, yo, like this took off, uh, same thing goes with the athlete. 
his video took off on Twitter and it took off on uh on Instagram. His video's already up to about seventeen thousand. Wow. And I think on Twitter before he deleted it, it had twenty K. And that wow. was in and that was in four days. Mm. So he was a top ranked player, Xavier Wheeler. Uh, what is that? Xavier Wheeler. Xavier Willer. Xavier. Xavier. Xavier Willer. Yeah. Okay. What does he do? Play football? No, no. He play basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Point guard from you know, Houston Christian. He's uh, Houston Christian. Yeah. What's school. that? Uh, it's an academy. Oh, it's a high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can tell like I'm not real Houstonian yet. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. So. I was, I'm cool with his dad. I'm cool with his family. That's the one that actually helped me get a part of, uh, you know, play a part in with Adidas as well. Really? So shout out to Teddy Teddy Wheeler uh, and Robert Hawker. So that was another. Those two guys they really helped me in my career. Uh, but Xavier Wheeler video just took off. And that day, like the ones that I don't have no expectations, I just do it. Those are the ones that blow up. Yeah. And I'm just like, who would have thought? You yeah. know. So. That's yeah. a great thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just got to... I think those are the, my favorite shoots, the ones where it's just like, I just show up and... Yeah. <laughs> and they be fun. And it's just like, oh, I have fun with this one. I'm about to do some amazing with this one. Right. So, yeah, that was... Um, yeah, man. But I'm happy with it, where everything's going. Um, I got a new video coming out soon with another brand. She's newly open. Um... She has like some hair products, uh, not hair products, but hair boutique. So, okay, yeah, uh, can't share too much information on that yet. Can't tell you when it's coming out, but I can tell you it's coming out real soon. Yeah, <laughs> he's really living his best life, people. Yeah, and then I gotta go to LA and Dallas and Atlanta. <laughs> I'm never. What? Those are good problems. Well, that's good problems. Yeah. No, they're great problems. The fact Those are it, the great fact, problems. the fact is that I'm never really home. Is yeah. starting to like take a not take a toll on me but it's starting to really open up i'm just like yeah i don't I, that's the transition right now so. but that's like you know it's just a small sacrifice that you have to make for you know yeah. The, yeah. the bigger picture yeah. that's how i think about it nowadays because like i i feel like i'm always on the move you know like between you know working full-time doing the show working on other projects that we one we talked about briefly yeah, we talked about i it. haven't even really hold on we've been talking about that project for months i know, know. And, the, and the thing about it is that video that i did like around this time it's already about to reach a year really seriously like the round table talk and stuff mm-hmm. i did that a year ago and wow. we've been talking about it since june yeah i know <laughs> Like, and and besides that, like, there's other things that I want to do, like, that I'm, like, I'm just, like, dabbling my foot in trying to do everything. And it's, like, I don't have a timeline on the things that I want to do. Um, and I think that's why it's, like, I don't really have a lot of pressure on me because it's, like, I'm not putting pressure on myself to be like oh this has to be out by tomorrow or whatever so rush product is not the best product yeah exactly so it's like i'm i'm learning how to take my time when it comes to the projects that i want to put out Mm -hmm. um 
but yeah those are those are good problems to have i feel like um oh, just yeah. staying busy just know? staying busy and then through we was just talking about like i said time management so, yeah um can i talk yeah. about that now or is that later on what time management? Yeah, time management that's later. Um, that's later on that's later on yeah we can talk about that later yeah let's talk about that later all, all right, right. <laughs> you see I'm all right so um i'm gonna i'm gonna go it's gonna be my turn on live my best life um so i don't really have much to share about living my best life but i will say um how i'm living my best life is being more mindful of just everything not even only with myself but with other people um you know my time my energy um and i was just thinking about you know when i first started to get into like meditation and to yoga and stuff this was like around this time like I, I was having a rough time around this time last year because like I had quit my job March of 2018 I went to Connecticut came back home I thought I was going to be this huge entrepreneur it does not work like that it doesn't happen in two weeks um so like I was just having a rough time and then the guy that I was talking to like we were going through it arguing all types of stuff so this around this time last year i was doing a lot of self-reflecting i was crying i was i started this is around the time like i kind of started isolating myself um and it was just to get my shit together but when i started meditating around this time last year it was just like I could not sit still for longer than five minutes, you know, like it was just uh, it was a challenge for me. And like and now and when I first started meditating, I'm like, yes, I have to get this done. I have to get this done. Like, I have to do this. I have to do this. And that's what it that's what made it become more challenging. And then now, like fast forward to a year later, like my only goal right now with meditating is to be more mindful of when I am meditating when I'm in that meditative state so it's like if there's something that I need an answer on or whatever the case is like or doing affirmations like I have to be mindful of what I'm thinking about and what I'm focusing on um because I feel like that's when I get when I get my answers is when I'm being mindful of my surroundings and this is this is all day every day you know not just when I'm in that meditative state but like on the bus driving whatever like just being more mindful of the conversations that I'm having what am I engaging in um what am I listening to like I'm just way more mindful of those things and um yeah like that's how i'm living my best life that's how i'm going to continue to live my best life and that's what you got to do you know what you sound yeah. ju- you sound like just like me when i was your age <laughs> <laughs> i'm sounding old like no nick you're only three years older and you know what two i'm gonna be ooh, 28 in may well, i'll be 31 in May? No, I'll be 31 in August. So. Oh, okay. So it'll be like two. Oh, okay. Three years. Whatever. Yeah, three okay. years. So, yeah, I thought up. you turned 30 no, I'm, I'm, this year already. No, nah, yeah, I turned 30 in August. Okay. I'll be 31, but 
forget that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, you sound just like you said, just focusing everything. I don't know if you ever watched this video with J. Cole where he was just like we just talked about anxiety, you know, just really just sit down, meditate, and just you can meditate in the littlest things and just look around and be like, hey, what's going on with the ceiling fan? Or what's going you know, just being mindful of what you're doing. So that's 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 really important. I'm glad you're doing those things, do you know? Yeah, like I have to because you know, like with the things that I'm doing now and the things that I wanna do and the things that I wanna have in my life, I know it's important for me to do the work right now, like I just said, and make the sacrifices where it's like I may be uncomfortable. I may I may only get four hours of sleep. I may right. only get three hours of sleep or whatever the case is, but it's like I'm willing to do the work now for to have the result and to have, you know, the bigger picture for my life and whoever I end up having children with, you know? So it's like, I want to do the work now so I don't have to continue this cycle in my life and my family. Like, it just, it ends with me. Yeah, it's you know? gonna, it's, gonna, it's always that. So, do you believe that you control the universe in your own way? Hell yeah. Exactly. That's what I tell everybody. <laughs> That's what I t- like. If you believe that, then you're fine. You you're you control your own destiny because think about it. Last year, you was even you didn't know if you was gonna keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And look at you a year now. And I was like, Yo, Z, I didn't even hit you up. I called you. I was like, Yo, I'm proud of you. Like, yeah. That that just shows that you that you controlled your really your own destiny. You you sat down, you went through some things, but it helped you grow. Right. So that that's that's what you gotta go through. You can't skip nothing. That's yeah. that's 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 just life in general. You want you see something bigger, you gotta take some sacrifices. Even if that means you drive into <laughs> Galveston or if be like, hey Z, we need you to come out here. Gotta do it because right. if you really, if you're really serious about what you do, you know, you don't, you see a bigger picture, do it. So right. So yeah, you, I agree. You, you live, you're really, you're living I'm, your best life. I'm living my best life the way that I can live my best life. Yeah, you ain't gotta have. To, you gotta, <laughs> it doesn't have to look a certain. You just have to do whatever you know works for you. Exactly, like, do what work for you. Do what works for you. Seriously. Because if you don't do that, you're gonna be unhappy for a long time. I always just think that. You gotta be rich mm-hmm. and famous to be living your best life, and that's not true. Not true at all. I mean, you don't know what they took to get there, but you the way you live your best life is just growth. Yeah, growth. And you know, I don't remember you having locks last year. I, I did not. I had a weave around this time <laughs> last year. Like my life has changed a lot. <laughs> like, and you know. A part of me, like, getting these locks is because, like, I don't want to, like, because I didn't, I don't wear a lot when I did have, like, you know, natural fro, whatever. Like, I didn't wear a lot of weave, like, in general. Like, it may be, like, once or twice a year. Um, But I just got tired of, one, doing my own hair and then keeping up with having the weaves, getting the braids. It's just more convenient for my lifestyle at this moment like maybe it'll change i don't know but like at this moment it's way more way convenient for me way more convenient for me because like now i do my own hair i 
can go get it done, but like at this moment, if I can do it myself, I'm gonna do it myself. Right. Period. I, 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 <laughs> hey, I cut my own hair, and you know I don't. I go bald. I'm right now. I have hair on my head. But I go bald. I cut my hair. I don't. I don't think I miss about being at the barbershop was those conversations. But now mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, eh, I don't feel like paying that twenty bucks right. to be sitting there waiting and waiting. And then it's just like, you know what? I'm okay being, you know, shaved. So that's yeah. cool. But nah, you. Yeah, I was like, dang, he never wore dread. You know, lots. I don't say dreads anymore. Um, I learned that from a teacher. Yeah, your hair is not dreadful. It's not dreadful. Exactly. Man, I guess me and you both watch the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody taught me this a long time ago not to say dreads because, yeah. you know, it means that, you know, your hair is dreadful, it's yeah, unkept, yeah. and it's like, that's not the case. You're supposed, so to, be like, you're supposed to be like scared or Yeah, or exactly. And I was just like, dang, and... When I heard that, I sat back. I said, I can't say that word no more. Yeah. Man, I can't say it. It's like, oh, you used to grow them drip? Nah, man, you grow them locks. All right, yeah. that's real nice. So, nah, you may, like, look, I think your hair tells a whole journey. Yep. It tells a whole journey because yep. I don't even remember that. <laughs> yep. But I'm proud of you. I'm proud Thank of you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back. Um, so... You know what I, I realized that you had, because I always thought it was a videographer, but then I saw that you had cinematographer. Um, so what? What's the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> well, um, so there's there's a difference. A cinematographer mostly shoots over the shoulder. Okay. Uh, so I shoot over the shoulder sometimes, and also you have a bigger camera. No, I have a smaller camera that I put in a rig to make it look bigger. Oh. So that's, that, that really makes it, gives it that cinematographer look. And, you know, I put different kind of like uh, lenses. Uh, trying to think of the name right now. I'm having a hard time. No, it's okay. But they're like, it's, it's like a little clip. So it like gives you a little shade. So it's like, hey, if I want this to look a little darker, I just put that on. I just put that on, you know, and it protects my lens as well. Mm-hmm. So I won't damage it because um, some lenses is not cheap. Mm-hmm. at all <laughs> mm-hmm. so um so i use that and then after that, i put it in the cage so i can add like other accessories so that's like a microphone uh another monitor or an, ext- uh, an extra battery all this stuff to to make it much bigger especially for a cinematographer a videographer it's close to the same cinematographer, but most videographers, you know, they're just creating like music videos, not so much a dip, dip, uh, dip, uh, docu-series, uh, commercials, all this stuff. So, you know, mostly using gimbals. Got you. Which is something that I use mm-hmm. a lot due to a lot of the clients I use, which is weddings. So that means I'm using mostly a gimbal on that because they always want them smooth shots, not so much of the shaky and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, music videos, I'll use my hands every now and then, but a gimbal shot, you know, just sets the tone just a little, just depending on the song. Yeah. So videographer and cinematographer, about the same, but not really. Cinematographers are really like, they're out there for days. So, mm. I can tell you that if you're on set, being a cinematographer, you're going to most likely be on a set for at least a whole day. So, you might be there for sun up to sundown. 
Because we're, yeah, try, we're, we're trying to get it. Yeah, it's a lot. But at the same time, it's like, this is what you do. This is what you love, you mm-hmm. know? So that that that's something that I enjoy. I can actually give you a story real quick. So I am in Dallas with my boy D-Woo. And D-Woo was like shooting a short film. And I'm just supposed to go to South by Southwest or anything else. And we're supposed to, you know, like, so I get there like a day late. But that was never left. I was just being a PA at the time. I was being a production assistant. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching him, and I get there by 8 a.m. We're in that hotel room till maybe 8, 8 p.m. We was literally there for 12 hours. And we were shooting, like, the scene. But it was the, it was the meat. It was literally the heaviest part of the story. So mm-hmm. we got all that shot in eight hours. And, well, we didn't get all of it shot. It was still more to do, but at the same time, like, that's what it takes to be a really good cinematographer. A videographer is most likely going to be like, look, this is my time frame. Uh, this is how much I shoot. Blase, blase. If you're going to waste my time, you know, that's on you. Right. That's what videographers really want. So if you really want to know that, cinematographer will take time because it's like, hey, this is my price and this is how much I want to, this is, if it's taking this long, then yeah, that's, that's standard. That's it. Videographers, Short, we trying to get in and get out. But we're not trying to get out. We're trying to respect your time. It's like, hey, if you book me at ten and you gotta you only give me what for three hours, respect that time of yourself and not just me. Mm-hmm. Because if you miss that time frame, so like say you forty five minutes late for a shoot, you just wasted forty five minutes of yo. Cause really once my time frame is up, that's it. That's it, yeah. So no, that, I mean right now. I venture between cinematographer and videographer, so I have a whether it depends on what I'm shooting for. So lately, I've been doing a lot of videographer work. Cinematography is more talking, more talking in it as well. So that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's it's not too much of a difference. It's just a little bit. Yeah. I got you. Was, I, was I, that too much? No, that was a really clear and concise answer. I understand now. Thank you. Oh, no problem. No problem. I know. I, hey, I like details. Yeah. I like details. I don't. I don't like to keep people in the, in the dark because people ask questions and you know they don't know the difference. So I'm right, it's a great them. opportunity. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a great opportunity. So how did you get started in? Um, would it be film <laughs> and filming and videos and photography and cinematography? Okay, so story time. Story time. <laughs> nah, this, is your, this is your time. This to is my shine. time. This is my time to shine. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, love the camera. Um, <laughs> I'm never in front of the mic like that more than the camera. Uh, so the way I started was for my friend Adam. I graduated with a degree in radio and television, which is focused in radio. So I really had no interest in being behind the cameras or in front of the cameras. I had no interest in that. I was like, look, I want to do radio. That's it. Mm-hmm. And my friend, and while I was at CBS Radio in Dallas at the time, a guy named Adam, he was the fourth, fifth black person that worked in that company. <laughs> so... And I was like, man, I need another assistant. Can I borrow somebody? And my sister, and my my boss, uh, and was like, hey, this is an opportunity. You guys want to work with Adam? I was like, sure. 
I want to go work with Adam. I was like, I've never did this before. And we was on set for a commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, it was over uh, Lupus, which was really good. And the docu, I guess it was like a small little document, something like that. It was just all, it was really good. And I was just sitting there and I'm just like, they had makeup done. It was a, it was a very small crew, but I was just sitting there just amazed on what the preparation was all about. And all of a sudden, I just, I got behind the camera and like that. I didn't know where I was at anymore. And I was like, yo, this is what I want to do. And then after that, me and Adam, he started putting me on these shows that we do. Because like I said, we both work for the same company. Mm-hmm. And he started putting me on these shows for like live bands. So we'll get like live bands coming in and I'll be like the second camera guy. So I got to the camera stuff and one minute I bought a camera. I had no clue what I was doing with it. Taking pictures and the rest comes in. And then I was, after the one went to Houston, started doing videos more, got interested in videos and yeah, that was it. History was made after that. Yeah, so really I think my man Adam, Adam was really my, and he's, he's my mentor. He's actually yeah. my mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually paid for one of my classes to be in lighting class recently. And uh, That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, he gave me a place to stay, and he's like, hey, this is what you need to learn. This is how you get better. He's like, I'm always watching your stuff. So it's like, oh, snap. <laughs> it's, like yeah. watching, it's like your sensei is literally watching you right now. Right. So, yeah. yeah thank sensei. you, sensei. Yeah, thank you, sensei. But, <laughs> that, that, but he's only one part of it. Uh, yeah. The other person is actually my boy, D-Woo. D- okay. D-Woo's another guy. He's from Ghana. Very cool producer. Has a docu- documentary out. He's already been. He already got a document documentary out right now. It's in New York, Florida, L.A., London, uh, and Pennsylvania. Mm. And he's really good. Like he's a cinematographer. He actually takes time in his craft and what he does. So he's out there for hours and trying to get a story out. And that's what it takes. Yeah. So if you want a good story. Go to him. Go to him, or <laughs> go to him, or come to me. Yeah, or or come to Nick. <laughs> or come to me. Yeah. But make sure, like, hey, what am I looking at? What am I like? All this stuff, details, details, details. All this stuff matters because that's what we're doing. We're editing. Right. It's all about details, like mm-hmm. frames, all this stuff. We're looking at details. Yeah. So yeah. I that's one thing that's on my bucket list is getting into videography and I tried to do it the beginning of this year and um I just have too much stuff on my plate (laughs) so right now that's on pause because you know I took a video production class in college and like I really enjoyed the editing part of the video um and you know i tried to help out a friend earlier this year and it was just like you have to really be invested in this type of thing you know and i'm just not that invested yet because like i just have other things that i i want to do that are taking priority over doing it but eventually i'll come back to it one day like that's my yeah you gotta take time yeah it's literally real it's time. time consuming it's yeah. time consuming that's why i charge for it now right, 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 right. i charge for that you now should. yeah just remember for adam yeah <laughs> now i realize that yo like this stuff takes time and like when you want 
this product and you want it to look a certain way or you really want it as a person you'd be like i gotta have this i gotta change this i got like all this little stuff yeah so yeah that's time consuming uh i think this is one of my trip my 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 tips what i do so before i go to bed i watch two youtube videos a night at least mm -hmm. before i go to bed and just to pick my brain on what I can improve on or mm. what can I learn. Yeah. And I might just say I like, I'll save it in my videos on my page, like liked or transitions or YouTube beats, whatever it is, just to really realize that I could try this. Let me try mm. this. So, you know, I don't let nobody. Yeah, know. you're really invested. I like that. You don't like, know how much money I spent on my camera gear there. <laughs> yeah, you always tell me about your camera gear. I just be like, damn. You know, because I've be look, i been looking at cameras and I haven't um, did right by my money yet to invest <laughs> in one. But, like, I look, you know, every now and then because, like, I want one for the show. You and want my T6R? I'll sell it to you for 300 Right See, now. that's that's what I'm saying. I play around too much with my money <laughs> because it's like I know there's people out here that could help me out, and it's just like that's well, why I don't put, say I shit because I ain't I'll got the money for it. Plan. I'll put you on a payment yeah. plan. Can you do a payment plan? We can talk about it offline. We can talk about <laughs> it offline. But I'm try to get rid of it. <laughs> right. Okay. So, all right. A couple more questions, and we're okay. gonna get into the, you know. The other part of the, the show. Part. All right. All right. So, what has been the best video you've made so far since you started? You your know, I drove in my car and I thought you was gonna ask me this question. I was like, she's gonna ask me something about what was my best video. <laughs> People gonna watch the show. Y'all think y'all know me so well. But go ahead. I, I know because I work. I worked in radio, so. I <laughs> That's the thing about radio. Radio will ask you the most uncomfortable questions, but you just have to say, forget it. All right. These so, are the best questions, though. They really are because you have to, you have to prepare. You just go with it. Right. Um, The best video that I have done actually is with my friend uh, Shanice. I, I, can't, I hope I'm saying it. But Reese, uh, we did a video at a park, mm -hmm. and this was downtown. That was probably my favorite video. Um, because she did the coloring, she did the you know the whole outfit, which I trust her mostly mm -hmm. with the outfit, and we literally had fun with the video. I was just like, "Hey, I want to try this. You know, I just got this new gimbal. I want to do this as well." And me, when we first worked together the first time, we was like, "Hey, let's just have fun with it." Second time, we even had fun with it even more because she was more comfortable in front of the camera and she knew I was going to take care of her. So that was one thing. I was just like, yo, this is literally my favorite video. Like, me and my dad, we're sitting at my, we're sitting at home. So just so everybody know, yes, I love my family. So don't worry about that. <laughs> nothing wrong I with, think most people do. There's so nothing wrong with living with your family. If I had that option, trust me. All right. Yeah. Uh, we tried to give you another option. We yeah, no. <laughs> well, my, my, going back to my mom's house is not an option. No, we tried, to give you a, we tried to give you another option without you going that far. So that's, yeah. But you didn't tell us. But we'll, we'll No, let's... yeah, it's okay. That's okay. Life, you're, you're, life you're, you're on your feet. <laughs> right. You're on your feet. You're on your feet. Yep. But yeah, me and yeah, me and Reese, we was uh, we 
He shot this park. Uh, I've been going there for so many, so many months, so many, about the last year. And people love that video so much because it was like, it set the tone, the coloring was good. We was trying to figure out like, since Texas, you know, we don't know if we're going to get fall or winter. So it was like, let's call it winter. Yeah. So we got fall colors with winter. We went to color as well. So the oranges and blue, oranges and teal. I know what I'm talking about probably going to some people's heads. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I watched the video multiple times. Um, and, you know, that what, what you're saying about the colors makes a difference. Like, and if you're not really into fashion or into videos and photography, like you probably won't understand. Right. Yeah. Like, like the short, the shirt she had on, it matched the trees. Mm-hmm. It was orange. It was, it just, it just blended in very well because like I said, like, and it was a perfect day. Like mm-hmm. we really, we really knocked it out the park. And then after that, we got the golden hour look, which is something that I like, which is really when the sun is going down. It's, it just looks beautiful. It just looks, it just looks enchanting. Mm-hmm. So it just looks smooth and it just grabs people's attention. So that's something, that's probably one of my favorite videos. Uh, you want me to do my top five or you want me to just do the first one or you want me to do the best? Um, okay, but, run through your top five without. All right. <laughs> Without ODN. Well, I won't. I won't. I won't. Okay, I'm gonna put it this way. So. Because I want to ask you another question. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. Well, well, okay. I got you. Cool. So I'm gonna keep it real short. So in no particular order, actually. Your video is actually my top five. Uh, the one we did because that was that was really special to me. Mm -hmm. Um, the other one we did, the other one I did was when I did with Brittany. Uh, we was at South by Southwest and we kind of like just freestyled that one. I don't know if I saw that one. Uh, you gotta look at it. It's really yeah, nice. you're gonna have to send it to I'll me. I'll send it to you. Uh, another one was actually the recent one, which is the workout video. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. Um, and actually, in another video that I really liked was the wedding video. So I haven't posted that one at either. Yeah, I was really. Yeah, I'm like, it. I don't think I've seen a wedding video. I haven't posted that one okay. yet because it's on my. It's on the website. I haven't given that one out yet, but it's on the website. And it's actually one of my, it's actually one of something that I was just like, yo, like, this looks really good. So, mm-hmm. that's my five. That's my top five. So, yeah. Okay. You made top five. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. You made top, top five. Top five, top five. Top five, top five. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> All right. This is going to be the last um, interview question. Who would you like to work with in your industry? Who's one person that... I guess you could have a bucket list. Um, but who's that one person you like? Yeah. Um, the one person I would literally like to work with, um, he's a small time videographer. I mean, cinematographer is Jacob Owens. Okay, I don't know him, but he's on YouTube. So he okay, has, yeah, he's on YouTube, <laughs> and um, he has a really like his style of work. He actually shot a commercial for Nipsey Hustle. Wow. Yeah. So if y'all ever look up his page, it's called Jacob Owens. He was shooting for him, like, it, and it was actually in front of the store. So it was something, you know, positive, and it was just like, yo, you was just on that set. So Jacob is like, already, he did a couple of documentaries already. I don't know if they really been sold or anything, mm-hmm. but he gets a lot of project product projects. He has this real, just unique style, and yeah, he's somebody I would really like to work with, uh, just as a, a cinematographer. I, now I know big big filmmakers. I don't man. 
I know who I want to work with, but I don't know. You know, you know, some people are already stuck with who they know. And it's right. Like, yeah, that's it. If anything, I'll be happy to be a, a PA, a production assistant. So, mm-hmm. uh, some people are like, oh, it's Quentin Tarantino. Yes, Quentin Tarantino's on my list, but there's so many other people, and right. they may not know the, who the director is. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna leave that part out. Okay. <laughs> It's it's funny that you you were you were saying that you would like to work with this guy Jacob because like you ever think about how somebody's probably saying the same thing about you? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I get messages. I get Instagram messages about people want to work with me. I'd be stunned. Mm-hmm. And somebody like, man, I definitely want to link up with you. Uh, I had a guy in Austin like, man, I want to work with you. I got another guy who's in Houston. Man, I want like, I like your style. I really want to, you know, link up. And I'm just like, what do y'all see in me? Right. <laughs> so it, it really is really interesting. But you know what? I asked the Lord in favor or, you know, the high power, whatever people call it. Um, that you know I want to do more collaborations and he's been you know the more work I put out more people want to work with me or I work with them and I just follow their guide and it, it'd be really interesting so no I've I've been on the other side as well so yeah I mean I might be small fry now give me a couple more years you know who knows what's gonna happen mm-hmm yeah and I'm rooting for you yeah that's what's up like you 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 really got to give yourself some more credit that's the worst that's what that's with me too that's what people you got to you got to you know i watched you you know i watched you when you did your second event i think it was recently no that was the third one that was the third one okay Mm -hmm. and i saw it i was just like she got a bigger turnout than what she had the first time she did it yeah it was definitely a, a different experience a different vibe and i think because like you know, I'm evolving in my personal life. So, you know, like every and, you know, the people that have attended, there have been people that have attended every single event, Yeah. I think. But whatever. But like they pointed out that every time I do one, there's different people that come and I make a different connection. And. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't really matter if 30 people come out or five people come out. Like, as long as I feel, I feel like I'm touching somebody and yeah. I'm, you know, connecting with somebody, that's what matters to me the most versus it having to look a certain way and be a certain way because, like, everybody that has been has enjoyed themselves. And I, I appreciate that, you know, like, that's, that's what I'm doing it for. It's not for me. You know, it's it's really not for me. So. You hear that, people? Come to her events. Right. You see she's trying to make connections. She's not just trying to do something where it's like, I'm trying to gain popularity. You're doing yeah. it for a purpose. You right, know? yeah. Because everybody, you know, everybody's looking for somebody where they connect with somebody. It's not really like, oh, you just follow me and did it this. That's, that's so cheesy. Yeah. I think that's very cheesy. Yeah. Like, I want, I want people to make genuine connections, you know? Yeah, what do you bring to the table? That's what I always ask yeah. people. Like, what do you bring to the table? what you know what do you want to do what are you inspired to do because i'm mm-hmm. not afraid to tell them like i get it. if you want to do that do it yeah don't be afraid like because remember this is your first time remember when we shot we me and you sat down you was like i don't know what to really do yeah <laughs> somebody help me it was like i was like i got you you just like okay yeah so it was your first time in front of the camera 
And now you're probably like, well, we're doing it in front of the camera now. I'm doing my first podcast show. It's not that much different. Right. Like, um, even when I did my photo shoot last year for my podcast, like, I was asking a girl. She was so patient with me. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to pose. <laughs> and, like, I also did a photo shoot with this other guy last year. And I was just like, I, I don't know what to do, like, you know when it comes to because you know you take pictures with your friends all the time but it's like when you with a stranger and you in front of a big camera and shit it's like it's kind of intimidating but you know hold on I, I, I remember actually I remember me doing a photo shoot with you too yeah. oh yeah we did a photo shoot the same yeah, day yeah original attitude uh, wow that was my brother's clothing and um, oh yeah so we took care of y'all. Yeah, that was I awesome. was not expecting that. We and I'm you. like, maybe I should model more often. <laughs> I got you in the studio. You know, you know, he's like, man, he cheated me because with the hair. And I was just like, he's like, you got beautiful hair. I was like, hey, we got all different types. I was like, I know different type of people. So yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, that's all, man. That was actually my last photo shoot. Really? Yeah, I haven't did literally no photo shoots after that. I oh, literally wow. cut it off. Yeah. So I had to really deny people like, hey, can you take my photos? Like, nope. Yeah. Why not? Nope. You yeah. did it before? Nope. Yep. <laughs> it's not something I'm interested in anymore. Yeah. So. I got you. Yeah. yeah. That, that That's crazy. That was literally my last photo shoot. I remember it too because I haven't taken no pictures after that. Okay. So we are back again for the do you have the courage to tell your truth segment of the show so first things first well first question our first topic is can men and women be platonic friends um can they just be friends and this is a and i came up with this question because nick called me about episode 64 when i was explaining my date with this guy yeah and (laughs) um i was you know the date was like you know i went to his house with his friends and you know this girl came up and you know nick was like you know i have a lot of female friends and you know we're not having sex or whatever blah 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 i'm just like okay like i know it's possible i shouldn't say i know it's possible well it is possible obviously because i have i have a lot of male friends you know and um i should I don't have a lot, but I do have some. So you have male friends. I do have male friends, but we're also like I guess our relationships are different. So, um, all right. So you tell your truth about men and women being platonic friends. All right. So being of of a friend, a literally legit friend, you will know. You mm-hmm. really will know off the rip. Like, How do you know? Just the way y'all talk at the beginning. Okay. Because it's really nothing. And this is maybe me. This is not for everybody. I know for me, it's for, um, like, when I know, it's like, okay, cool. We're just cool. Like, there's nothing more. Like, we just goofballs and that it is. And that may be some, you know, we might like each other, but it's just like, I don't really want to ruin that. Because it's like, look, I, I cherish you. And it's just like, there's some things that I don't agree with you do. And some things you may not agree with what I do. Oh, you know my life. And that just and that takes time. Mm-hmm. So and every man and every woman has a choice to put somebody in the friend zone. Okay. You really do. Like seriously, you really do. But off the rip, you will know if that's gonna be really your good friend or not. Like 
when me and you met and off Tinder <laughs> I really wasn't thinking about no relationship at that time I yeah. really wasn't mm-hmm. so once we got to talking and everything else I got you to feel comfortable around me and that was the first time we met at Starbucks mm-hmm. and I was just telling you like hey I came with this idea that's how I knew you were serious yeah I was, cause you wanted to meet and you wanted to meet in a public place. Right. So I wanted to talk to you about those things. And mm-hmm. we did after that. It was like, okay, cool. But then after that, when I got you around other people, we, we built this friendship. We just built this this natural friendship. And it was just like, you know what? This is my road dog. She's been down with me. Cool. Mm-hmm. Plain simple. I see nothing past it. Yeah. And that's, you know, like I said, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. But you have to set boundaries at the same time it's difficult don't get it twisted yeah. it's really difficult because if you're dating chances is like you and that friend that, that female friend you know y'all might not be talking as long you know y'all might be y'all be cool but it won't be like oh I need to talk to my friend it's such and such a time of the hour or yeah. showing up to random places where you're not invited yeah 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 <laughs> oh so people have done that to you <laughs> Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I, nah, that was when I was in Dallas. Yeah. Okay. It was. Uh, we're not gonna talk about that. Okay. I got in trouble. Let's All just right. say that. <laughs> Let's just say okay. that. Okay. Um. Um. My take on the men and women being platonic friends. I I will say this. I I do think that it is possible. But following up of the the conversation that I was having about, um, you know, the date thing. I just know and I'm and that's why I say maybe I was projecting because you know I'm just speaking of my own experiences when I the only time I've been out with a bunch of men and I, did I talk about this yeah, you on the about phone um is when okay I was you know I was dating this guy and we went out with his friends and I was the only female there like there was no other females but it's like I'm talking to this one guy I'm having sex with him like I'm just not going out with a group of guys you know like that's just not my thing really unless you know one of the guys in the group likes me or if I'm fucking him like period you know like that that's that's what I feel and what I think that's why when she came up I was just like this is like not awkward this is awkward this is weird I don't think she's just here to just be his friend because it's like if I wasn't there what would you be doing because you already look uncomfortable because you don't really know his friends you know like and I knew that when she walked in the door because when she walked in the door she immediately like I could tell that she didn't know them, his other friends. And then when she came in, she was like, you know, kind of saying her her lows or whatever. She kind of went to the other side. It was like yeah. being like super standoffish type of thing. Like, and I know that if they were all friends, it was like, oh, you know, we went to high school with her, whatever. Like, she would be way more engaging, which she wasn't. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's fine. Because I don't even talk to the man anymore. But, <laughs> you know, the platonic friend thing, like I, like you said, I think there has to be boundaries in place. Like, for me, I'm not 
hanging out with a bunch of men. Right. You know, I'm not going to the club with y'all. Like that's just not my thing personally, and I don't, I don't see how that translates over to platonic either at the same time unless you know and i hate to be this person but it's like unless you know there's a a dyke situation going on like i i can't see it any other way i can't see a, a woman hanging out with a bunch of men unless she's having sex with one of them or if you know she's gay yeah, like that's really yeah, hard. Yeah, that's really hard for me to like, believe. That's there's a possibility in everything. It yeah. really is. But going back to that, I think you have to. I'm gonna ask you this question: Did he tell you the girl was coming? He told. I knew when she called to come up. Okay, so you, oh, so she was already there before you even. No, I was there first. But then she came. But then she came, like, because the thing was, okay, me and this guy went out on a date, and he double booked, you know, because, you know, we were supposed to go out. I was working that night, but I didn't think I was going to get off earlier, so I did get off earlier that night, so we hung out. You know, and he um, did not manage to tell me that he was going to the club with his friends later on that night. Okay. So, I kind of was, like, kind of thrown into this whole situation. And, um, no, he did not. He told me about his friends, like the guys. Okay, so he did tell you about He did not tell me about this Okay, this So, it was a surprise. This is another question. Were y'all in a relationship at the time? No, that was literally our first date. So that was literally your first date. All right. So forgive me for saying this. Even if any women can say this, this is just me. I'm not speaking for any of us other men. You got to say that. I have to say that on the camera and on the mic because people okay. would throw it like, what's wrong with him? You know how the internet gets. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, he didn't really do anything wrong. He did not do anything wrong. No, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, like, I'm just not willing to to deal with that type of shit. Like, if you if you want to date multiple women, do that. Right. You just, I just you don't, don't want to find to. out about it, especially on the first fucking date. Oh, yeah, date. he was no good at that, period. <laughs> that yeah, but good. at the same time, like, they could have been platonic friends, but... I think like there just has to be boundaries in yeah. place. Like, and, and, and that's a chance that, like I said, some people, some girls, some women are shy. They don't know. They might just be like, oh, I just came here to meet him, but I don't know anybody else. And he probably never introduced that girl to any other friends. I don't know. I don't really introduce a lot of my female friends to other guys until like if we ever go out, which is rare, but. Everybody knows who I hang out with sometimes, not everybody, but that's mm-hmm. my business, not their business. It's like, look, are oh, you hanging out with them? And they already thinking that, oh, you messing with her, you messing with her. And you know how everything just goes around. Just, nah, like, we cool. Like, chill out. Like, if you want to talk to her, you can. You have the ability. But. So, why do you think that when men and women hang out, like, there's automatically, like, we they don't, have to we be don't, having sex. We don't ask questions. We don't communicate whatsoever. We always try. We always see somebody like in the most craziest spaces on social media, 
we always assume we're assuming these days like if somebody saw my snapchat or my instagram hanging out with some female first thing they're gonna be thinking and if it's been multiple occasions oh they must be mm-hmm. why does why does it have to be that way it's not we could just be hanging out like like real talk like all we can do is just really hang it out like I'm cool with her and that's it there ain't nothing I think that's it's because of like how like you said social media is going and like the world is just going nowadays like you know some people some women some men don't take sex as serious so it's oh, like yeah. yeah like if you are hanging out with the a man and women is hanging out together like that is your automatic you know first initial um answer to like thinking like you know assuming what they're doing because like a lot of people don't think of sex as anything and some people think of it as being something sacred and some people um you know they just they just don't care so it's like oh if y'all are fucking like it doesn't matter but at the same time it's like i don't know people are just just nosy and just assuming and and you that's where you set the boundary for yourself you have to really realize like that's what i did with my relationships I stopped letting people in my business. I let them assume what they want to assume, especially if they're not in my circle, but whoever I'm dating at the time, mm-hmm. she knows everything mm-hmm. compared to what all my homeboys know. I'm like, look, that's on you, but if you ever go back to my girl and tell us you know, the wrong thing, then I'm on, you know. Yeah. But that, like, and then sometimes you have to tell your friends, like, yo, like, relax with that. Like, I have an actual girlfriend she knows about her that's why I said communication is big in telling people stuff cause everybody wants to assume some stuff like so do you think it's like more so the outside people versus oh yeah like the actual oh yeah people want to boost relationship yeah people want to it's always the single people that's always talking to shit yeah <laughs> think about Pretty it much. it's really always it's literally always it's literally always the single people we sad and lonely yeah we Nah, not everybody is single. That single is sad and lonely. Yeah, I'm more of. I got money. I can spend it whatever way I want to. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm able to do whatever I want. Um, I may be lonely at times, but hell, I enjoy my alone time. Right. So that's probably the reason why I'm single. (laughs) I spend too much. I spend too much money on myself. Right. And it's like. I can share the time, but I'll be like, eh, I'm trying to build my business. So mm-hmm. I can't really enjoy having a relationship yet. Right. So I'm going to always say I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm broke. Yeah. So, yeah. You got to. Is that what men do nowadays? Like, lie and say that they're broke, but they really spend money on I think women do the same thing. See, I don't think women do. Like, I feel like when we come, when it comes to, like, finances and when it comes to, like, dating, when it comes to men, like, first of all, we don't make that much money. That's number one. We make less than y'all. Yeah. So, it's like, we already, like, down here. And then, on top of that, you know, like, we are, when it comes to women, like, we get what's the word i don't want to say desperate but it's like especially like if you've been single for a long time you haven't been having sex like you get a little excited and um you may start especially like if you like this person you may start spending money like to to be 
around this person to make sure like okay that they're good over over yourself and it's like right we we do that a lot and i feel like that's why a lot of women i shouldn't say a lot some women have a harder time with with their finances because <laughs> uh, men men like men don't have a problem saying no i'm broke well mm, y'all don't y'all y'all are really more y'all are way more protective i won't say i'm broke I'll, I'll say it to some people but i won't say i'm really just broke i'll just say look at the moment i do not have the funds to support this action so i will have to decline us doing anything right now yeah uh maybe next time i was like some things that came up i had to pay for that that's that's the responsible way yeah so that I not a lot of people say that Hey, it takes time. Yeah, that's that's time. That's literally time. Cause before that, when I was twenty three, twenty four, I was throwing out money like I was at a strip club, mm-hmm. and I really wasn't making that much. But I was making it seem like oh, I'm making this much money. I had to fly George. Like I literally had no control over money at that time. That's mm-hmm. one. Of, that's one of the most sensitive subjects these days. Talking about money. Mm-hmm. And look at us now. We're this is my rule. I will never have no more than three female friends. I will not do that. Okay. Because eh, some things I can I can remember we was talking about patience earlier. It's mm-hmm. some things I can deal with, some things I can't deal with. Um and my pieces my piece is everything. My piece is really everything. So I'll be like, hey, okay, I'm cool with this chick, I'm cool with this chick, I'm cool with this chick. Anybody else? Nah, I'm good. But after that that's that's really it. And now when those chicks married or about to get married or engaged I've lost female friends and they be you know, they got a husband or a boyfriend. I respect those boundaries because now it's like, look, that's your boyfriend or that's your the guy you're seeing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they looking for me to call. I'm like, no, I'm not the guy to talk to right now. Talk that out with your boyfriend or your husband. That's what communication is all about. Right. Because why would you why would you talk to a person that's single for information? That sounds like the most ridiculous thing. That's that just sounds crazy. So I said my friends. So I have a lot of single friends, mm-hmm. female friends, more than I have female friends with relationship. If that helps. Yeah. So okay, I that think, makes a little more sense. I think it's better if you have female relationship. I mean, a friendship if they're single. But once they're not single anymore, it's like it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. I mean, y'all talk, but it's like, eh. Mm-hmm. We don't really kick it like we yeah, used to. Yeah, we don't to. kick it like that. Now that's one. Now that's one female. She's really my good friend, but also her husband, uh, Sean and Asher. They, you know, that man, their wedding as well. We're right. we're really good friends. We work with each other, and we just built this relationship. All three of y'all. Yeah, we yeah, are exactly. Yeah. So it's really if you build that relationship between, it's like okay, look, these two are dating, but also like. Yeah, they include you. Not, like, include you in their relationship, but, you know, obviously she wanted to keep the friendship going. Right, and, and she and she introduced me. And he me. saw something. Yeah, she yeah. introduced me. I was just like, yo, like, I'm cool. Like, I have nothing. Yeah. Like, do I think Ashley's attractive? Yes, but still, that's that's my friend. Like, that's like, right. yo, like, I'm not going to try to do that because the fact is you like this girl a lot and loved her so much that you married her. Right. I probably would have been the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> I probably yeah, would have yeah. messed up the relationship. That's just... That's just something, but we built this friendship so much. I talk to Sean probably more than Ashley now. Mm-hmm. Me and Ashley are still friends, but I talk to Sean more than I talk to Ashley. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, 
we built that friendship. Uh, I feel like those things are like really rare um, to have because like, and you know, like you have to, you have to have respect for yourself because if you have respect for yourself, then you will have respect for, you know, your friend. And if they do get into a situation, um, you know, with another person, then, you know, obviously that person will see that and be like, hey, like, you know, I want to get to know this person, too, as well, because you obviously have this type of respect and this love for them. And like when it comes to like the men in my life, like um, I'm trying to think like now, like coming to Houston, I do have a couple of I shouldn't say a couple. I have more than a couple of, of men that I know that I've become friends with that they either have girlfriends they're engaged or married mm-hmm. but like I met them through podcasting and you know I don't I don't talk to them that often anymore and to me it doesn't mean that we're not friends but I respect their relationships enough mm-hmm. to not even cross that boundary like right. if i talk to them it's during the day right um exactly. i don't call or text after a certain time i just i don't know i just feel you respect uncom- their yeah i respect That's their boundaries because like, some of them they have families and it's like i i want to respect your boundaries you know right. like and i've met well some of a couple of them I met their fiance or wives or whatever and like you know they're cool or whatever but I still I know how women can get and you know so So. I don't think there's there's anything wrong but there has to be like I'm gonna keep saying this boundaries in place and I feel like that that also has to come from within yourself like having respect for yourself and then you have then you will have respect for others you know whether it's a platonic friendship whatever type of friendship it is like you're gonna exude that respect for other people and i think the the best way to be the icebreaker of anything is just like hey y'all all sit down at the dinner like hey let's go out to eat Yep. You may you may be single. <laughs> they <laughs> might be in a relationship, but you meet that person, you'd be like, Oh man, you're a real nice guy, real stand up and we just find common interest. Yeah. And you might find a common interest with another you know, like say, you know, there's a guy, you're a real friend, he's like, Hey Z, I want you to come meet this chick, you know, I've been dating, you know, mm-hmm. we've been friends for so long and then after that y'all just build a thing, y'all like you said, he included you in because he didn't want he didn't re- he didn't really want that that problem because like Yeah. We we know how relationships can get. If you've been in one, you know like what are you doing? Like Right. What are you you introduced me because it just seems it just seems like look, I'm just trying to like I don't want you to feel like you're in shock, like, oh who is that? Who is this? And we always ask those questions. Yeah. I don't know nothing about her. Right. So that's one thing where we have to that's why I said communication and then after that like set boundaries and it starts from the person that's in the relationship yeah to bring that other person in just like hey we're cool like that's that's my that's my friend nothing's going on you know she's real nice she helped me get through this she helped my personality for me to meet such and such right so that that's why I said big big like honestly like men and women we actually help each other out a lot yeah. We actually help out each other a lot. I, I, I want to say one last thing. 
before we we jump off this topic and i probably should have said this earlier in the in the topic but there are men out there (laughs) that and i and i want to say this because i don't want people to think that i'm trying to play devil's advocate or whatever but there are men out there that will stay in the friend zone you know for as long as they can until they see that opportunity they will play the friend until they see the opportunity to get in where they fit in to you know like have sex and it's like i've never experienced that because like i'm working on trying to be a better friend like i don't know how to really be friends with men like that like when it comes to wanting to be in a relationship and like you know this is this is where your woman's intuition kicks in at where it's like you have to really decipher whether or not this person you know they want to truly be friends with you or they want to be friends with the intentions on having sex with you or being in a relationship with you because i feel like that happens a lot yeah 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 because uh oh yeah that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> so have you done that? No. Okay. But I I got a friend right now, and she had to deal with that recently. I can't speak on that. That's yeah. not my. It's not my business. Talk out. Right. And she called me. She's like, the first thing she said, Nick, you know me. I say, yep. She's like, Nick, you know we. Yep. I was like, you know, I know. I was like, I'm not. Oh, even, you already knew it. Yeah. I was like, you ain't got to tell me nothing. I guess because she just has something to deal with that, and I was mm-hmm. just like, it has nothing like. I was like, I already told you. I was like, I'm good. Yeah. I was like, I'm maybe 400 miles away, but nah, nothing's happening. Yeah. Like, I just, like, she even had to go through the full question. I was like, nope, I, nope. Yeah. You gotta cut, you gotta really set that. Yeah. I knew, I knew that it happened with a couple of guys out here where they, they pretended to be, and this is a, a really, I need to wrap this shit up, but th- they pretended to be, you know, friends and, you know, like I had to ask a couple of people like, you know, this man is like, first of all, one guy, we was, we met on Twitter and you know he was cool whatever like he came to my apart my other apartment he came over like we smoked or whatever blah 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 but then he would start randomly hitting me up and he had a girlfriend this whole entire time Mm. and like i'm just like why are you hitting me at nine o'clock 9 30 at night if you have a girlfriend you know and then i had to ask another man he was like because he likes you and i was like oh but i didn't see it because it was just like my focus was not on him like i'm just thinking like we just cool like i went he was hosting parties like i went to one of his parties or whatever blah 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 and yeah i don't know it's really weird it was really weird but i mean now we don't we don't talk because like i feel like now that i know what your intentions are like i don't want to go down that path with you especially like you believe, because you told you me you have a girlfriend. Karma, don't you? you believe in karma, don't you? Of course I believe in I karma. Believe in that too. <laughs> yeah, like of course everybody should believe in karma. Yeah, well, Whether on, it man. even comes whether it comes to, you know, this situation or any situation that you have in your life, it does not matter what the fuck it is. Like it's gonna yeah. come back to you one way or another. Whether it's this lifetime, the next lifetime, it's gonna come back. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to like, I had to dead that shit because I was just like, yeah, no, that's not for me. You know, that's really, really not for me. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. 
right. I can't I can't do the sneak sneak shit that's why I think that's what that's why I think like I'm not really good with being friends with men because like I just want to get to the point with like are we are we gonna be fucking around or are we not you know like I don't right. need you tiptoeing around the situation even though like I know I see a lot of people they have really good relationships from just being friends you know like at first and then they decide to make the decision on um getting into a relationship yeah that that i mean i feel like it's really rare and sometimes the best relationships are the ones you start off with friends with yeah and that's my ending okay. <laughs> that's my ending all right great moving on to uh the next question do you have the courage to tell your truth about the significance of death and I don't, now I'm thinking about this question. I'm like, maybe I worded it wrong. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I am asking this question because, you know, um, Nipsey Hussle, who oh, was a rapper, activist, um, an entrepreneur, Eritrean um, brother, king, um he recently it's been a week since he's passed and you know for me it's still kind of unbelievable i'm i'm slowly getting out of the the sadness like i'm slowly like being okay with listening because like i've never listened to his music you're not the only person before this i just know i know nipsey because like i watch his interviews Mm -hmm. and he always had good things to say you know like it was just always intriguing um and i learned a lot and i i remember one interview on the breakfast club he did and he was talking about because it was so funny like him and laura london like kind of broke up like he announced it on twitter this was a while ago and then he was like nah i'm just kidding or some shit like that (laughs) and they had brought it up on the breakfast club and he talked about how um, Lauren recommended these books that he should read. And, like, that just changed the game for me. Like, because, like, as far as, like, being a woman and playing, um, you know, the role in a man's life or yeah. whatever. Like, that just really changed the game for me. And, like, the just the type of shit that he talked about, like, I was just, like, really intrigued. And I would... I wanted I still want to go to LA but like last year like when I heard this interview I'm just like I want to go to LA I want to meet this man you know like and unfortunately you know his time was cut short and you know I I definitely want to say like peace peace be with him like peace be with you Nipsey because you know you live you live the great life you know and i know you learn lessons and i'm and i'm not saying like nipsey was you know this this the greatest angel or person on earth because i know that he had a past but what he was doing right now in the future and the present was remarkable and you know yeah i i I want to give my props to him yeah rest in peace to nipsey i was really hurt about it yeah um 2013 was the first time I heard Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the marathon. It was his marathon uh, mixtape. So this is before he had the beard. He was still tatted up, but this was the real marathon. So I went through a hard breakup. 
Uh, I didn't know where I was going. I thought I was just going to end it. I really did. Mm -hmm. But Nipsey Hussle music got me back to where I need to be. And I, and I changed myself because I really wanted to graduate from college. I wanted to be better myself. I was like, okay, how can I get there? Uh, and it's just all this stuff. He was talking about this stuff before, like I said, people know about it now. He's like, look, I'm trying to buy land. I'm trying to buy property. Like, all of this stuff, we probably wouldn't even think about when we're 20, 21, 22, because we wasn't taught that. Right. We're thinking about it now because it's like, oh, now we get it. No, yeah. he was talking about this way before. So, what he was doing, he really, you know, cared for his community and he did his research and... It, it was just so much to where it's like yo like this dude is really dope and the way I got to know so a couple of months ago me and my brothers we both went to uh, LA mm -hmm. um, I had no plans of going to LA and we went to LA and they went to the marathon store and they was telling me that hey yo we got to meet Nipsey I mean not meet Nipsey but meet Nipsey family cause you know mm -hmm. most of his family works in that area right? and they got to meet Nipsey uh, family and he was telling me, like, just talking to them, they just felt like family. Mm. Like, they was just cool and just laid back. And it was just like, yo, like, this is really who he is. Yeah. I mean, that's, it was just like, dang, I want to meet this dude myself. Mm -hmm. So, I think that, that he had a thin line between, you know, who he was and who he wasn't. You know, it's just, he even said this one thing. It was an, it was an interview he was talking, uh, I was watching. He said that, uh, he said, I may not be the smartest person in the group, mm -hmm. but I put smart people around me to get where I want to be. Right. And you have to do that. Mm -hmm. You have to do that. You can't figure everything out. So you have to get somebody from over here be like, okay, who knows how to deal with my equity? Who knows how to deal with this? Who knows how to get me in this area? All right, cool. What type of money I need to spend? How much do I need to spend? All of this stuff he put his time into. And he, like you said, Got somebody to help him with his side, and the rest and the rest is history. And like I said, it, it's sad that somebody you know, one of his somebody that was in the role in the '60s, ended up killing him. And it was mm -hmm. like, you know, everybody want to put those conspiracy theories. And honestly, I think that was just pure hate. And you know, he he already had a history behind him. The guy that shot him, he already had history behind him. Yeah. About being a snitch. Mm -hmm. So it's just yeah you you know See, I, I I don't really watch the news um because like I just feel like the media is is controlling and manipulative in the the things that they put out so I really don't know what the true story is like it's just a lot going on with his death um with the guy that murdered him now he has his lawyer the lawyer is um was oj's old lawyer chris darden and it's like it's just a lot a lot of questions and it's like not for me right now personally nothing is being answered and nothing i feel like nothing will be answered until this trial is over oh yeah uh, for me for, for me for me it's more as like it sucked. Whatever happens to the man, I don't wish the worst on him. I don't wish the best for him. Mm -hmm. I just hope that the justice service dude was right because we lost a great man. Like, just, just plain and simple. I, I, I'm not the justice. I'm not the court. I don't... 
God told me or the higher power told me that, hey, you have no room to judge nobody. Because mm-hmm. look at my situation. Like, what do I have to do? It's messed up. He killed another man, but what else you want me to say? Like, I'm, I'll be like, look, give him like 30 plus years. I don't know. Yeah, you- I don't know either. I really, I really don't know. But <laughs> one thing I do know is that any man that takes another man's life he is not going to be happy. Like, your life is oh, not yeah. going to be happy. Nah. You know? And Except so, probably if you're Zimmerman. <laughs> right. Like, your, you, like, you your life is like just not going to be happy. Like, whether it's in the lifetime that you, you live right now, in the present moment, or if you come back to this earth plane, like, some, it's just not going to be a happy life for you. So, but one thing I want to say... Well, this is not even one thing. I want. I probably will end up saying more, but you know, I I brought up. I I I said this question because a lot of us think of death as something that is bad, you know. And I'm not gonna get into the numbers uh, with um with Nips because Nipsey Hustle was 33. I don't. I am in the beginning stages of learning about numbers and the meaning of numbers or anything but you know that's a significant number because you know that's the same age that Jesus died yeah and um but a lot of us think that death is something that is bad but that is literally the only thing that you are promised here on this motherfucking earth is to die (laughs) you know like that's the only thing you live and and you're gonna die like period like your physical body is gonna die but if you understand you know soul and spirit you know that these things live on and not and forgive me if I'm wrong I know the soul lives on forever I think it's the soul that lives on forever or your spirit lives on forever but you you guys know what I'm trying to say your, your body decays yeah your body is gonna decay but like I, I know and I believe that I probably one day will meet Nipsey in another lifetime Right. that's what I believe so that's why it's like you know, I'm slowly getting over it. It's like, it's unbelievable at the same time. But it's like, I, we know that this is, this is going to happen. Right. So I want to, I want to read this quote right quick. Go ahead. Cause I'm about to say something. I might throw you off. But no, ahead. it's okay. Go ahead. You can say you, it may change your mind after this. Based but off. okay. So I'm going to read this quote. I ain't going to say where it's from. Okay, because I know I already know how certain people <laughs> feel about people being woke and all this other shit. Whatever. You ain't woke enough. Right. I'm alive and I'm woke enough. My eyes are awake. <laughs> right. Okay, so death is no enemy of man. It is a friend who, when the work of life is done, and I believe that his work of life was done. You know, he did what he needed to do to fulfill his life. Okay. All right. Just, okay. When the work of life is done, just cuts the cord that binds the human boat to earth. That it it may sail on smoother seas. All right. One one last quote. The cause of life, the cause of death are always for the best. For we are solving problems there as well as here. Yep. And one is sure to find himself where he can solve his problems best. 
Yep. I agree. I actually agree with that. Um, so let him rest in peace. And it's like, I see this a lot with people like, oh, I wish you were back here. But it's like, you really have to, you have to do some deep soul searching to understand what, what life and death means. Because like, we fear, can't wish. We, we fear the unknown. That's what it is. We fear the unknown. Yeah. We fear it because we be like, oh, I'm ready to die. Oh, I ain't scared of death. But when it happens, you don't know how you're going to really react. Yeah. It just happens. And I I fear death, but I don't fear death. I'm like, yo, like I'm doing whatever I can do. I can mm-hmm. only do what I can do today. Yeah. And that's it. I try, like I said, I take care of my body. I take care of myself. Same way you should be doing with yourself or any else other human being. Mm-hmm. But how you live it, that's how you live. I mean, the way Nipsey, that's probably the way he was supposed to live it. Right. That was literally how he's supposed to live it. And, mm-hmm. you know, he did, he did a lot of good. And like I said, that was something I think nobody saw it coming. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. 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 Saw it and it it, it, it it was a shock like because even when I first got the news about him being shot like my homegirl was over here and she's from LA and you know before she had even came over like there was already talks on Twitter about him being shot and I'm thinking like oh you know like he'll pull through whatever mm-hmm. and then as she was sitting over here I was fixing some food and stuff and her face like her energy just started changing because you know she was communicating with her friends and her fiance and stuff and her energy just slowly started to change I'm like nope 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 it's not happening this is not happening and then like eventually 30 minutes later it happened and I was just like wow like that's crazy I really thought like you know I didn't really think too much about it because I thought that not it would turn around you not know? everybody's 50 cent <laughs> yeah like I really thought it was it would turn around but then at the same time like I'm just like you know this this is what is supposed to what was supposed to happen and like it's funny because like I I haven't felt this way about death in a really 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 long time and I think it's because like you know he did so much good and and this is somebody that I wanted to meet that I looked up to and it's like you know I really like I like hood niggas you know and <laughs> I like I like conscious men too at, at the same time and he you was like the perfect <laughs> he was like the perfect you know balance in between the two and like I would have loved I would love to find you know a husband that embodies the things that he stands for as far as like you know nationality his community um you know wealth education like that is something that I want in a man and I think that's why like I wanted to meet him just to be like okay like it was almost like he was like a big brother yeah you know like this is somebody that I want in my life somebody to embody this person it was like it was almost like he was like a prophet or some shit I don't fucking know it was it's it's weird it's very weird um 
Like, that you could feel this connection to somebody that you've never even met before, you know? I, I really hate the fact is that he was one of my favorite artists and losing one of my favorite artists. Remember you just asked me earlier, like, who would I like to really work with? He was mm-hmm. one of those guys I really wanted to work with. Yeah. Doing a music video for, or doing a commercial promote, promote promo for, because I like those th- I like those type of things where they create a story. I can't stand a lot of these ratchet rappers like that. I really can't. If Lil Uzi passed away tomorrow... I probably wouldn't be. I probably wouldn't feel the same way. Don't yeah. go that for record anybody. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't <laughs> feel the same way. Yeah, you don't have the same connection. I don't have that same connection for yeah. look for Nipsey for Jake. If anybody killed J Cole, I'll be crushed. Y'all yeah. been here for a week. Mac Miller was was a tough death for me because all these guys really got me through some 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 other things, tough times, some tough yeah. times. And you like you said, you feel a deeper connection. Some people like they said, "Oh, I didn't really listen to this music, but I got to hear about him." It's like, damn, that's crazy. And I'm just like, that's fine. Some people be like, "Oh, he wasn't a real fan of Nipsey. You don't know nothing about Nipsey. That it is. You just not hearing about. It. It's like, oh, you just following the trend." Whether you follow the trend or not, man, it's the fact is that y'all got to hear about it. Think about it. We didn't really start hearing about Martin Luther King until we got to elementary school. Right. Now, now, mind you, this. What if we never really heard about Martin Luther King? Yeah. Mind you that. We used to be like, oh, this is another Black History Month. His name, his day is so significant. Till today, to where it's just like that speech is significant. Yeah. Everything that it, it, he, like you said, mark a significant area part in his life. To where it's like, yo, he really made a difference. Mm-hmm. Um. So you have so hats off to that man, and hats off to the people that's actually getting to learn about him because honestly, like he literally was an amazing person. Um, it was some. He was literally like the Tupac of this era. Mm-hmm. Some people like to say I'm jumping the roof, and I may and forget that. I don't care. He really was the Tupac of this era because forgive me for saying this seven the same, but they always said you're more you're more rich when you're dead than alive. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe that, think about it. Tupac died. He made more money. Biggie died, made more money. Prince, his stuff went up. Nipsey went up. Like, and people was like, oh, it's the government. No, sometimes it's just some some gang shit and people get a little bit heated and one thing leads to another and dude just end up killing us. Some, like, there's just some crazy people out in this world. You have to just really, like you said, check your surroundings. So for Nipsey, I think that was just unfortunate that you know you thinking that hey you know I'm in my hood yeah he was comfortable yeah he was comfortable but honestly like Boosie said this a while back it was the reason why he left Louisiana and that's why he lives in Atlanta now he was like look you got dudes out there that's trying to take you for your chain and kill you just for clout they did the same thing with uh the Dallas rapper Yellow Beezy you know, like he driving home, like he, you know, he's telling the story of how he got shot, and some dude was just following him home, and he just like, bro, like I'm freaking out and all this other stuff. It's a late night, and they just blasting on this dude. Yeah, LeBeezy ain't got no beef with nobody. They try to make it another story, but he getting shot up because of some other dudes that's trying to gain clout, trying to take his chain. And they're and just, upset. Yeah, they upset. Yeah. So it's like, yo, like. You really like when you get when you see people when you see artists or people that make it bigger, they don't tend to stay in the same city that they live in. Like mm-hmm. I could think of a mil- I could think of like at least a hundred people 
that don't live in the city that they, you know, they now maybe Atlanta, maybe Atlanta, but mm-hmm. you don't really see like they they move around like Ti he moves around a lot, yeah. Jeezy that's his city, but he moves around a lot. Future that's his city, but he moves around a lot. Like they 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 stay moving. Mm-hmm. So that's and plus you know Atlanta, like I said, that's just something. Else. I know Outcast. I know one of the members from Outcast, hundred fifty thousand. He doesn't live in Atlanta no more. Yeah. So it's some artists, but not every artist. Like. But, you know, if you make it that far, but I guess if you're a gangster rapper, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. Um, but I, I want people to know that, you know, with, with the death of Nipsey, you know, you just... I would I would take this as a moment of motivation to continue doing what you're doing if it's if it's positive and to you know go back and listen to his interviews take write down some notes. I know that one of the books that he said that Lauren told him to read like I want to read that book now. Like I've been saying that when he first said it, but like I wasn't really into reading back then. Mm-hmm. But now like I'm I'm getting into reading. I like I'm incorporating it in my day. So it's like I want to read that book and to see like how how this helped him elevate his life, you know, because right. it because he said that when she recommended these books and he read them, it it helped him. Right. You know, so it's just know that you know you will have the opportunity if you never met him you will have the opportunity to meet him at another time in your life you know and you just have to be patient with with the world and the universe that it's gonna happen yeah that's true that is so true yeah man Rest peace of Nipsey, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to bust no tear out peace be with you (laughs) I love you Nipsey yeah man all right well i want to thank you for coming out i appreciate that we've been trying to do this forever i know and i've been my life is a hot mess but we're we're getting there we're both a hot slow progress and no slow progress is better than no progress yes okay yes yes um so where can everybody find you uh you can find my instagram page brimby films um also my website i haven't posted it yet but brimbyfilms.net uh, you get my. You can email me if y'all need to send the link or whatever. I'll put it that way. It's n at gmail dot com. Uh, it's my old email, but that's really how I get my clientele. Uh, y'all can find me really anywhere. I'm, like I said, find me in the tags. Brimby Films. Like if y'all ever need like if y'all need commercial branding, I'm your guy. Music video, I'm your guy. Weddings, I'm your guy. Like I have a wide variety of things that I love to work with. Highlight films too. So don't be afraid. If you wanna inquire, I mean inquire about your pricing or anything, let me know. I'll let you know everything and how I do the process. Um so. And I'll I'll plug all of that in the description box yes um in the notes of the episode yes. so if nobody really knows how to spell my last name i'm gonna help them so my last so brimby is b-r-e-m m as in mary b as in barry b as in barry as in boy one boy and Y as in, in YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you only live once. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, if y'all follow that, man. Oh, man. Yeah, we're going to get you right. I'm going to make sure we, we plug all that information in. Yes. And thank you again for coming. I know it was a 
a rough start, but thank you for being patient with me. Patience is key. Right. We talked about that earlier. Um, But again, I want to thank you guys for listening to Facts of Life. Thank you to the guests again for the 30th time for coming through and chatting with me. Um, Make sure that you guys are subscribed to the podcast. Um... Subscribe to this show. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and um, I be forgetting about Instagram sometimes. But yeah, make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facts of Life Podcast, uh, Facts of Life Pod on Twitter. And yeah, thank you again for listening to another week of Facts of Life. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace. Deuces.